There you go. Hey, welcome back to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. Hey, I got the head beard of Bearded Warriors. You got Ty Oswald. Ty, thanks for coming on, man. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Look at that beard. I hope you're watching the video right now, not just listening to it. This thing is looking shiny. It looks good, man. So, uh, Ty, thanks for coming on, man. So, uh, let's talk. Let's just get into it, man. So, where did you grow up? Uh, actually, I grew up right, uh, here in Huntsville. Uh, I graduated from Bookhorn in 2000. Okay, cool, man. What, what kind of kid were you growing up? What were you into? Uh, probably, I mean, like everything, sports, cars, hanging out on the weekends with the, you know, the guys I played ball with and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. I really didn't get into a whole lot of uh, in trouble or anything because both my parents were military. So kind of had like that thumb on me all the time, knew where I was at, where I was, what I was doing. So you got to, man, kids are bad. Yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like those football players man i know how that goes but uh so yeah so both your parents military they both army or what were they yeah they were both in the army okay so uh, i guess that influence that's kind of my next question like so kind of that was that influenced your decision and what else kind of made your decision to join the military uh that had a lot to do with it like i said growing up all of uh, both of my parents being in um pretty much everybody that we knew that we hung out family wise uh were through that connection whether they were somebody that my they were in the same unit and their kids and stuff like that um i did rotc in high school um as a leg up because i knew that if i did a couple if i did three years of high school rotc that would let me go in as a pfc instead of a, a, a straight private and give me a couple extra bucks in my pocket to start out so yeah that's smart man that's thinking ahead that's impressive for a high school kid man i'm impressed so uh so where'd you do your boot camp? Uh, Fort Jackson, South Carolina. And then I did my uh, individual training up at Fort Eustis, Virginia for being a uh, helicopter electrician. Nice, man. So, uh, so let's talk about your service a little bit. What are kind of some of the top positive things you got out of serving from the, in the military? Oh, my, mine is the biggest is like the, uh, that camaraderie partnership, the, you know, the person to your left and your right that you can depend on with, with whatever's going on, whether it's, it's simple, as simple as PT or when we got deployed in 2003, knowing that the person next to you has got your back. Yeah, there's nothing like it, man. You get a little bit of that from sports, but it's kind of magnified, I guess, through the military. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's the same. Like I said it's that same that same ball of energy and everybody's got each other's back. And then it just it just kind of just keeps going from there. So, yeah, man, my misery can really, really get people yes. together. <laughs> yes, there's this. Yeah. <laughs> So you talked about it. So you deployed in 2003. And how, how long was your deployment? 15 months. Uh, we came back in July of 04. Oh, man. So you don't have to get into specifics or anything like that. So what kind of what kind of things did you see over there? Uh, well, so like I said, the Army trained me to be a helicopter electrician. Uh, spent uh, probably three quarters of a million dollars teach me how to rewire a helicopter. And then about a month after my deployment started, they stuck me in a... Uh, a Humvee and did convoy security, wow. uh, which, which had nothing to do with <laughs> no, no training on that. They're like, Hey, here's a, here's a weapon and a truck. Uh, see you on the other side kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but we did, I did a lot of security. We did VIP escorts. Uh, we took some of the command staff to and from the different uh, forward operation bases and stuff like that. Um, one cool thing that I think, you know, I kind of put on check mark that a lot of the people that I grew up with at that time, didn't get to see was uh, I got to take a tour of Saddam's palace before they started like tearing it down and removing a lot of the, you know, his, his, his head shrines and stuff like that. Wow. Uh, we got to go through the, he had, a, he had a zoo 
on on the premise. So we got you know we got to go through that while the uh, I can't remember. I think it's Wow World something Wildlife. I don't know some. There's an organization that was over there that was doing all the transporting of taking the animals from there okay. to other places and stuff. What, but, uh, what uh, kind of animals are we talk about here? What was Saddam rocking with? Uh, cheetahs, lions, uh, orangutans. Um, he had a pool that led into the zoo that had dolphins in it. Wow. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than I went to the zoo in, when I lived in Ireland. The Dublin Zoo, man, they had a cow there for real. I was like, oh, an exotic cow. Oh, Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's crazy. I'm sorry, man. I don't want to interrupt you, but I had to know about oh, yeah. the animal. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. But no, just yeah, just, just stuff like that. Uh, we got to see Martyr's Monument um which is it's a you can google it and look at it from you know google maps and stuff like that it's a really awesome place i really feel bad for the guy that did the driveway up to it because it was all done in six inch uh tile oh wow and there was about a quarter mile drive lead into the uh to where the monument and all that stuff was that went down so somebody was laying out there laying all those yeah so but yeah, cool. I mean, stuff like that. And then we had a couple of incidents that happened uh, while we deployed where we lost one guy on a, on a convoy, um, you know, stuff like that. But the most of the deployment was, you know, copy and paste of everyday stuff, but you know, stuff, other, other fun, I would say fun stuff, other stuff did happen while we were there, but just kind of like part of the, part of the process. Yeah. So kind of, kind of talk a little bit about how, when you got home, what was that like? It was, it was interesting. Uh, so I got, I moved back here in 2006, uh, when I got out because cost of living in Alabama was much less than Washington state. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but even though that Redstone is here, which is a, you know, the, the, the army base that everybody knows about in, in the Huntsville, North Alabama area, um, Redstone is not a deploying, um, army base. And so there was a little bit of a disconnect when it would come to like even talking to like my parents or my parents' friends that served in the military um, or people that I knew that did a couple of years uh, while I was in school and got out that I knew and stuff like that, conversations would go to a certain point. And then when like combat stuff started coming up, everybody would kind of start kind of backing away or their eyes start getting real big because, you know, this is not something that was a normal conversation uh, kind of thing. And so it kind of led to, my own, I guess, uh, like kind of like self-isolating from people, not hanging out or even not talking. Um, there was, there was probably two or three years that, uh, conversations and stuff would come up that I wouldn't even tell anybody that I was in the, in the military at all, just because I didn't want to get into that conversation that would lead to the end of the conversation. Um, and so, um, it was, it was, you know, ups and downs. I mean, that's everybody's everybody's life in some aspect and point you know i think some of the some of the highs were way up there and the lows were like deep dark down but uh luckily i had a, a co-worker pull me to the side and say hey man there seems to be something going on like i'm not trying to pry but i've noticed that there's been a little bit of difference and stuff like that what's up and i tried to play it off and he just kept at it until i finally just kind of opened up about it and he was like you know maybe you should look and see if there's something beyond me like i can't diagnose you or you know help past hey bro you want to go get something to eat or a beer or hang out uh and so that led me down a path of uh 
you know, what is out there or who could, who could help me process and get through or get past these things and kind of ran into not really dead ends, but just not great resources. Um, and so trying to find that kind of was, that's kind of what led Bearded Warriors to becoming, to becoming a thing is because trying to find people that were like, like myself, like-minded or like experienced that we could have an eye to eye or apples to apples conversation with. Um, and then from there, it just kind of grew into one person told one person, told two people, told two people. And uh, here we are. Nice, man. Well, good on your coworker, man. Shout out to yeah, him. That's awesome. Good on him. Sure. That's, a, that's a tough conversation, man. So good, good on him. Yeah. So tell us tell us about Bearded Warrior, man. In case people hadn't heard about it, tell us a little bit about what it is and what you guys do. Uh, so we're an organization of military and non-military volunteers that provide veterans and their family members the opportunity uh, to experience fun and camaraderie of after-service community involvement. And so what that, in, that really means is anything that's going on in the community. Like, you know, we've partnered with uh, you before with Adventure Race Downtown a couple years in a row now. Uh, yeah. Microthon, where we get our guys come out and we're the, the start and finish line. And, um, you know, just it's like kind of like whatever it, whatever's going on that we can get veterans or their family members out. Because a lot of times what happens is the family members that hear about us first, they come out because they want to get involved to try to help their veteran out. And then after a few events or coming and hangouts or volunteer times, they're able to entice their, their loved one to come out and be like, Hey, look, these are, this is a really good group of people that I think will get what you are trying to talk about that I don't understand. And then we can connect with other, you know, other vets in the area. Um, and just keeping that, constant hey you got a group of people you have a group of people whether they're military or not that are here to chit chat and talk or connect you with somebody that they know um and you know so it's like a like whatever we can do to get vets out involved constructively doing something in the community so that uh when they come to something they can leave with a takeaway or the hey i was able to help this person out and that feeling that you can go home with of, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm still important and a part of something and, and, and worth being around. Absolutely, man. Yeah. You guys do a lot of awesome stuff. Let me tell me, tell me about a few kind of misconceptions people have about what you guys do. So because we're a veteran suicide prevention group, a lot of people think that uh, we sit around and hold hands and sing Kumbaya and, uh, or the other side of that is they think that everybody just kind of gets together and it's just, bum hum and drummy and like everybody's just talking about their problems but when we get together it's you know me my wife our two kids uh friends of ours a vet a marine and his family from decatur and his daughter and we go and you know we have dinner or we go out to uh was it last uh friday we went to a ball game with a group of uh, you know we got a group of everybody that volunteers and we went to the trash panda game just, just because, uh, you know, it's just, <clears throat> we try to be very proactive in everything that we do so that when somebody, when a vet gets to the point where they're, you know, that point where they think they're forgotten, um, they think that the only thing left for them is a bullet or a bottle of pills or the bottle of booze or a combination of all three of those things. You know, we want to, you know, we want to do everything and show that there's tons of stuff to get involved with and people 
trying to reach out to, you know, for every one vet looking for help, there's 10 people looking to help that person, no matter who that is. And just keeping, you know, that on the front side of everything going on so that we're not having the, you know, 10 o'clock or midnight o'clock, you know, midnight 30 phone calls saying that we had another vet decide that they punched out early um, and then having to go through those conversations with the family members of, okay, well, these are the resources that are available to do these things versus, Hey, we could, we have a counselor here. We have a therapist, we've got a psychology, we've got, you know, all these different resources, whether they're VA resources or just third party in the community resources from people that have said, Hey, I have this service or this availability that I want to provide all you, you know, the cost isn't a part of it. We just want to help. So trying to just connect those dots with, if you need help, we have it in one way or another. And if we don't do it directly, we have somebody that can, that can get you to that point. And that's so important just to have it all, all your bases covered like that. I think something cool that people don't, might not realize is number one, like you said, you don't have to be a veteran to get involved. No. You guys, you guys even let gingers get involved. If, you know, right. most, people most people don't want any of that. So yeah, that's one thing. And then you don't have to have a beard. No, that's what I, no. I found that out I too. Make, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> I make up for, I make up for everybody else. Yeah. Your beard is glorious <laughs> enough for three or four people at least. So yeah. So man, if you want to get involved, it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be a vet. You don't have to have a beard. No. Just, you just have to care about people really. Is right. You just thing. have to, you just have to want to be a part of something that's pretty cool. You know? Yeah. I sit there and I look, I'm, I mean, I'm just as much of a volunteer as I am a participant in everything that we have going on because, you know, I have, I deal, I mean, Nicole can tell you all even more. I deal with all of my stuff every day and just trying to figure out ways to keep the, you know, not only keep everybody else involved, but keep myself involved because every event there's a takeaway for me because every event there's always somebody that comes up and says, Hey, really appreciate what you guys are doing. This is awesome. Or it's a vet going, Hey, my wife's been coming for a couple of months now. She finally got me out of here to, to, to meet up with you guys. And, you know, I'm hooked. Um, I'm in whatever you guys need. Let's do it because, you know, this is exactly what I needed. And I didn't even know it, but now that I'm involved, I can't. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's so important. So uh, talk about some of what's been some of the biggest challenges you guys have faced getting this thing off the ground and keeping it going. Uh, well, and it, well, in any, so the, uh, the biggest, the biggest challenge is just participation. You know, people, it's, it's not that people don't know who we are, but I think people are scared to come out to some to maybe to come out or get involved because like I said, like we talked about a second ago, they don't know what it is that we actually do or how that we do it because all people see is, Oh, bearded warriors, veterans, suicide prevention. They're like, Oh, well, uh, I don't want to, I don't, I don't know if I want to be around that because the conversations that come up may be very uncomfortable or stuff like that. But it's like, we just, we just talk about the game or the new beer that's getting released at one of the breweries or why am I lower in my minivan? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really the only awkward thing that happens if, is when Raymond is there. He doesn't see only, well, that's the only yeah, awkward. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, that's the, yeah, the biggest, like I said, the biggest challenge though is just the, the participation part just trying to find people to get involved and, and wanting to be involved because, um, 
this is uh, our eighth. This is the eighth year that the that the organization is you know has been in existence, and uh, we're able to do a pretty good bit of all of our stuff at almost no cost. So it's like when you come out, you're literally only having to provide time. Um, yeah. We we don't unless it's something very specific or an event that we have coming up or a need that a veteran or a family member or somebody that the, that knows the veteran has asked for. Uh, very we ever ask for money or donations and and if we do they have a very specific uh, cause that they're going directly to um, nobody in the organization gets paid so everything is literally a pass-through uh, to what we have going on um, but yeah like I said that's probably been the biggest challenge is just getting the word out of what's going on and why we're doing it um, you know there's 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 no paychecks. It's all passion. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys have done so many events. It's, it's really hard to keep up with because you guys do so many things for so many people. What are kind of kind of three examples of something that kind of stories that have stood out over the years of people you've helped? Well, the most fun one, I think, is the, the microthon. Uh, just because of the, just because of who the, just because of who the cause, go, the money that the, the that's raised and Absolutely. the awareness for the cause that it goes for. Uh, because the full circle on that, we've got a, a, a member who's not a vet, but his son is, is a spe his special needs is in a wheelchair and whatnot. And he was asking us about the event. And I was like, yeah, you can come. We're just going to, we're going to, we have pom poms and, and little, you know, whatever. We're just going to be making noise and cheering people on running across the grass. And he's like, well, is it okay if my son comes? And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> like for, yeah, for sure. And you know, they showed up and it kind of was one of those, they, no expectation of the day, but when they got there, they both realized that they were a hundred percent a part of the, the event without even being a part of the event, because what the cause was for was exact, was, was for his son and getting, you know, his son involved in stuff that was going on around in the community and being involved and stuff like that. And, you know, now they're hooked. Like he said that he goes, we got it on the calendar. Anytime there's a microthon, we're in his son. You know, he did the race across the grass and the wheelchair, everybody cheered him on. You know, that was probably one of the coolest events because of, because there was a couple of different takeaways. We had the time spent with us as our organization. And then he learned about uh, Merrimack and everything plus what microthon was doing and why they raised the money for and stuff like that. So it was a huge takeaway on that. Uh, a couple of the other ones is just like, we've done some surprise stuff uh, for vets through, you know, coordination with family members um, and, and getting things done for people. Yeah. Uh, Nicole's yeah. Nicole's giving me cliff, cliff notes, um, but surprise, like surprise needs stuff. Like people said, Hey, I got a vet that needs this. And, they don't know how they're going to afford it because they've got a couple of different uh, financial things going on. And then, you know, for us, we were able to uh, reach out to our community partners and like Home Depot is the biggest one. They help us out so much with housing things. Um, I, just a couple of days ago, we've got a vet here in, in town whose uh, grandmother's living with them, but he's having to, he's, he's, she's been staying with family members because the air conditioner went out and the warranty issue stuff that's coming on with it is going to be like the end of the month before they can get everything fixed. But, you know, she's on medication, she's in her eighties, 
you know, everybody that's in the Huntsville area knows it's been it's been warm. Um, and I was able to reach out to Home Depot and they provided us with uh, two brand new smart remote remote style window units to be able to put in uh, the, the rooms that she's going to be in the most that we can drop the temperature and the humidity and stuff down in those rooms until the, the warranty stuff goes through. Awesome. And it was one of those, like, I was like, Hey, we got this going on. And they're like, we got you covered. Come get it. So. Very cool. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. And then the, I guess the, the second story still involves kind of a depot, but uh, we're able to provide uh, well, not last year because last year was weird with COVID, but in previous years, two times a year, uh, we get $25,000 home beautification grants to go to changing a veteran's entire life. The last one we did was with a, a vet in Lace, in Union Grove, Lacey Spring area. Um, he was a, a two-limb amputee uh, in Afghanistan. He was an EOD soldier. <clears throat> and we were able to totally revamp the outside of his house with a uh, 750 square foot front porch that had an ADA accessible ramp that went across the front of the house and around to the side so that he can get in and out of the house uh, without having to use steps with his wheelchair or with his prosthetic. Um, he was having trouble in, his, in the area in the back of the yard uh, with grass and push mowing. And so we were, we took all of the grass out, tilled all the dirt up and put AstroTurf and a huge gazebo and a grill and stuff out back so they the kids he and his kids and his wife had a really cool place to hang out that he didn't have to worry about uh push mowing with his prosthetic and stuff like that and uh i mean there's hundreds hundreds of stories like that you know to try to narrow it down to three it's, yeah. it's super hard but it's stuff you know just stuff like that it's just like direct impact with local vets and local volunteers and other local vets helping each other out it's amazing, man. You guys do so much for so many people. I know it's hard to keep up with, so I appreciate a few examples. So, man, this eight years in, kind of where do you see this thing going from here? Uh, I mean, we don't have the – I've always tried to keep the group at whatever kind of like the free flow, like wherever everything seems to kind of be pushing to and what the community as a whole needs. Because like I said there's tons and tons, you know, thousands of veterans that live in this area, whether they're – 30 year retired or did two years and got hurt and got out or like my I did six years, got out and moved back to this area. Um, you know, it's just kind of like wherever that goes, you know, it started off with looking for, you know, with, for lack of better terms, me looking for some drinking buddies to hang out with and chit chat with and talk to, to a full fledged 501 C three that has changed and, and impacted the lives of so many people, not just vets, but people in the community and just having that go above, you know, just wherever that growth kind of wants to take itself because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to put a limit on the, the reach that we could have. Uh, so if it's more of the same, what we're doing now, or even more stuff like, you know, last year we kind of went big uh, with the amputee softball team coming in and playing at the trash man stadium and, being able to pull in uh, 1,600 people from the community to come watch and cheer those guys on in their triumphs from after their service of having amputations and then getting out there and pretty much uh, handing it to us on the softball game. <laughs> <laughs> they got their studs, man. They're studs. Yeah, totally. I mean, 
if you just sit there and just sit back and just watch those guys play and, and take out the fact that, you know, a, 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 quite a few of them are dual leg amputee, you know, amputees. So they, they, they technically have no legs and they are just running circles around this kind of, you know, and it's amazing um, the dedication that they have within themselves to say, Hey, yeah, I was down, but, but I'm not out. And not only am I not out, but I'm going to kick yours in the, and in, in show you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's great, man. That's, that's a positive attitude that pays off. So man, so how can people get involved with Bearded Warriors? Uh, everything that we have, uh, all the events are posted on Facebook. They're open invites. Like we, like we talked about a couple of times, you don't have to be a veteran to be a part of the organization. We'd love if you know a vet to, to talk about what we've got going on and bring them with you. Um, whether it's a friend, a family member, husband, wife, brother, you know, if you're a vet and don't want to come by yourself, bring your neighbor or, I mean, it doesn't matter. We, everything that we do um, is whole family. So bring the kids grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, you know, everybody. Um, but you can hit us up on all of our social, you know, Facebook, Instagram. We have a website, beardedwarriors.org. Um, our email is, is really easy, info at beardedwarriors.org. Uh, or you can call or text the phone number 256-567-3224. Um, I mean, yeah, there's multitudes away. Just show up, hang out, and you know, it's the, the sky's the limit for the opportunities once you come and hang out with us. Absolutely, man. I'll, I'll link all that stuff in show notes so you don't have to remember that. And you have, well, sure. you click on stuff and all that. But, uh, oh man, let's, let's say someone listening right now or watching right now struggling. What's, what's some advice you would give them? Reach out. Uh, I, I mean, I try to be as open. I'm, I'm, I'm as open book as I can be on everything. You know, if somebody asks a question about my service or my time or what's going on, I'll give you a straight up, a straight up answer. There's no reason to, to hide anything about it. Um, but, you know, reach out to, you know, even if it's as simple as walking next door to your neighbor's house and saying, Hey, I, can we talk for just a, you know, just to, just to be able to get whatever's going on, you know, initially off your chest, but then reach out to the V, you know, the VA, everybody talks really bad about veterans affairs and how they're not helping vets and stuff like that. Um, I personally can't say that, uh, I'm a hundred percent rated, not that that matters for anything. But I go to the VA literally for 100% all of my health, my mental health care, physical, specialty care, all of it. Um, their counselors are, are very well versed in, in talking and helping you deal with what you've got going on. A second level of therapy from that is if you're a combat vet, take your DD-214 down to uh, the vet center over off of Church Street. It's right next to uh, Canadian Bacon and Sidetracks. Um you can set up, they can do uh, telehealth, whether it's Zoom call or over the phone. Um, they also do have some availability for in-person. That's all kind of ramping back up with the restrictions being lifted on the VA side. Um, but they can help with any kind of transitional help that you need from being a combat vet. And then um, they have a, I say a back door, but they have a little bit more push when it comes to if you're having any issues getting services and stuff through the VA, they can use their contacts to help out. Um, there's probably a dozen of our guys, including myself. I have a, a Zoom appointment tomorrow at three o'clock with, with my counselor, uh, but going down and just, just, just talking about what's going on. Um, one thing that somebody told me that's helped out a lot is if you have like one of my deployment issues where we lost one of our guys 10 years ago, I wouldn't be able to get through that story without 
either just shutting down or just, you know, just balling out, you know, whatever. Um, you know, but the more you talk about it, 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 whatever it is that's going on and you can normalize it in a conversation, just the same as telling somebody, Hey, I'm gonna run to the store and grab a loaf of bread, you know, just, just talking about it, getting it out and being comfortable with that uncomfortable situation and talking about it so that, um, you know, the, the takeaway from what they said was, is it is never going to get better, but you can, it's always going to, it's always going to be that situation at that point in time that it happened, but you can become better about talking about it and sharing it and just being able to, you know, move on past that on an emotional attachment so that it's not as uh, of a drag when it does come up or somebody says something and it, it reminds you of it or anything like that to where um, you don't get so overwhelmed with it that you just shut down. That's great advice, man. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to take that first step, but you got you got to make that first step, right? For sure. You know what our next step's going to be, Ty? What's that? We're going to go some sponsors right now. It's very exciting oh. part of the show. So the very first one, you're very versed on this, and you and I both share a love of Apparel Lab. 100%. If you see us around town looking all swanky, you know why? Apparel Lab hooked us up. You know, you get a lot of your stuff from there, or all your stuff from there like I do. Um, but you got you to gotta email them at theapparelab at gmail.com. Use promo code RELENTLESS. Save some money. So uh, what, what's your latest thing you got from Apparel Lab? Uh, that we've got uh, some koozies. They're like leather looking, right? The leather. Well, looking. we have, yeah, we have those, but we're also doing the metal, the laser etched, uh, hard Ooh. metal, uh, koozies as well. Um, the next thing is probably so we have a lot of stuff coming out from them, uh, for our golf tournament that we're having in our swag bag. So there'd be some, some carryover from the swag bags that'll probably go over to our, uh, our shop on our dot org. But some yeah. uh, leather leather patch hats, leather koozies, and uh, just some really cool uh, kind of, I won't say unique, but like just some very different stuff that hasn't been offered before that we've had. Because right, typically right now it's just been t-shirts and hats, but we want to get some stuff that's like when you're out hanging out with your buddies and you, you're drinking, whether it's a beer or a Coke or whatever, and you put it in your koozie and you're drinking and somebody's like, oh man, yeah, it's what's, conversation what's that? Piece, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like, man, that's a... That's a pretty, that's a pretty, uh, pretty awesome looking koozie you got there. What is it? And then hopefully somebody, you know, that'll be opportunity for somebody to talk about the organization and what we're doing. That's it, man. Yeah. And you, you have such an awesome logo too. It stands out on the, they make it always, it always pops on that stuff too. So yeah, Parallel is yeah. great. Uh, also my friend Dominic Garver is pretty cool. Did you play a little football back in the day? Oh yeah. Yeah. You play fullback. a little fullback. You, 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 you strike me as a fullback. You a fullback. fullback yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so is my friend Dominic Garver. So he's a, he's a rocket city mortgage guy.com. So he just hooked up a local veteran, took 10 years off his loan and lowered his monthly payment all at the same time. Plus like yourself, he can get that short yardage if you need him to. So hook him up. Dominic Garver is my guy. 256-714-1429. So I called him up seeing if he could help me out. And he said he could not. And he didn't try and sell me a bunch of other stuff. He just said, hey, man, you're good with what you got. Stick with what you got. So he's not going to sell you on a bunch of other stuff. He'll just go through, help you out. He loves helping veterans as well. So give him a call. Check out his website. He's a great guy. And then also, you got to get out and explore Huntsville. You know, Huntsville's growing, man. They say it's going to be the biggest city in Alabama, right? So you got to figure out wait. what you I can't wait, right? More traffic. That'd be awesome. So uh, you need to go to explorehuntsville.com slash Joe. So what they're doing right now 
is making summer easy. So if you want to know out where the splash pads are, where the free movies are, all that good stuff about summer, day trips with the kids, all that stuff, you go there, download that free app, and they're going to hook you up there. It's by the people from Rocket City Mom and the Visitors Bureau. So, man, they got all the info, all the latest stuff. So make sure you check that out, explorehuntsville.com slash Joe. The slash Joe is very important, by the way. So, Ty, thank you so much for coming on, man. You've, you've helped so many people, probably people that you don't even know. They probably never even let you know, but you've changed lives. Oh, and, and, man, you made a huge difference in this community, and I appreciate everything you do. I got nothing but respect for you, brother. Well, I appreciate all the support. I mean, if it is, it's, it's, it, I would say, I say people, but if it's, it's literally Joe Martins and, you know, Matt, you know, Matt at Apparel Lab and, you know, Ethan with Yellow, you know, all the, all the, all of the little, People think they're not like, well, I'm not really doing a whole lot. It's like, you're well, you are, but at the same time, 10 other people are also doing a little bit at the same time. And then that, that 10, you know, that times 10 impact actually creates the change that everybody's looking for. That's it, man. We're all in together. Got to help each other out. Yeah. Appreciate you, Ty. Talk to you later, man. All right, buddy.